So, what does it take to run a successful podcast? Content, consistency, a connection to your audience. At least those things are important right off the cuff. Um, I'd like to believe I was able to connect with a few of you that have been listening in to me. At least had been at the time that I started out. Of course... I sort of walked into this thing with lofty goals and ideas, thinking I'll probably be the next Joe Budden or Joe Rogan, or probably even MKPHD's waveform. Instant traction. People that love, at least my friends anyway, who would hop on the bandwagon and push this, and I'd become instantly celebrity. Wait, is that the word? I'd become an overnight celebrity, get popular. (laughs) No such thing happened. I took that as an L, among other things that were going on in my life. I had work, right? So I was sort of in between jobs at the time, but I had work and I had income. But I had these lofty dreams that these things would come to an end and that this would be the new thing I would do. This would become my day job. Well, I'm the last person that's going to tell people not to believe in their dreams, but Sometimes you shouldn't drink too much of your own Kool-Aid. Now it's been, what, eight, ten months in, and I haven't recorded anything. I'm not even sure when I push this episode out, there's going to be enough of you that's going to see it. But, you know, honesty, right? Let's just see how it goes. So if you're new here, welcome. If you're returning, welcome back. This is The Counts. It's a place where I vent, rant, share conversations I have with my friends, and potentially pitch my ideas out to the world. It's my little space where I come to shout into the ether. Sometimes we talk about relationships. Sometimes we talk about friendships. We talk about the general concept of adulting and what it means to be living in the 2020s. Well... Hopefully, this ends up like staying far further than the 2020s. But yeah, I share my experiences here, and I hope that people that tune in and listen to me try to use my bedroom voice to talk to everyone can enjoy the time that they spend here. So, today's topic, right? I'm sure from the title you can pick it up. I want to talk about L's. The letter L. It's sort of become associated in pop culture negatively with taking a loss, because that's the short form of an L. Taking a loss, failing to do something, or just generally being embarrassed. Um, so to me, an L is typically something I associate negatively. Of course, needless to say, I think everyone has some relatability with Ls. You've either taken an L in a friendship, You've taken an L in a relationship, taken an L with family members, taken an L in your academics, at your job. Just generally, everyone has something or some points in their lives that they've taken an L. So I sort of wanted to parrot something I picked up from a book I've been reading pretty recently and from almost every other rap song out there. (laughs) So L's, right? 
I think a good place to start that most people would be comfortable with is L's and friendships. Friendships are some things that I've realized come easy to a lot of people. For me, not so much. I'm not a very trusting person. Some people find friends easily, but I struggle with the definition of a friend. As a friend, are you someone I can call on when I need help? Am I that person to you? Are you someone that I trust? Am I someone that you trust? Am I, what, what exactly is the underlying factor that makes us friends? What is a friend really? I think I put that up in my podcast at some point. What friends are, right? So sometimes you really question it. But then taking L's in my experience with friends has not necessarily been about people betraying me all the time. Of course, everyone is a hero in their own story. But upon reflection, I can see how I've taken L's in friendships by being the perpetrator of the L. In the sense that there's something that I did that was particularly scummy. I've been a terrible friend at times, maybe by not listening. Of course, I've grown, but the times where I didn't, I wasn't a friend that listened to other people's needs. I may have been that friend that you have a problem and I'm more concerned about what it is that I can gain from, if not avoid dealing with in that situation, internalizing the problem and making it all about me instead. I think a lot of people can relate to this. Maybe, maybe not. I'm having a monologue here, so it's my show. You're going to listen to it. I think people find L's in friendships because they don't seem to understand the point of it. Or maybe they just think that the friendship is supposed to lean more in their favor and they they end up not understanding the full context and messing it up. L's in relationships. Now, this is something I believe a lot of people will be able to pitch in on. Now, I wish I could have a conversation, but I'll start off like by saying this. Taking L's in relationships don't necessarily always have to do with dealing with heartbreak or dealing with pain that someone else has caused you by virtue of the fact that they either reject you, hurt you, or whatever it is people do in relationships that you still pain other people. Sometimes you as well can be accountable to taking the L by the things you do. If you cheat on your partner, you take the L by not being content or being happy enough or being honest enough to talk about what it is you struggle with. Now most people want to throw temptation under the bus for cheating. But the fact that you allow that you as a human being cannot understand your limits and put yourself or allow yourself to be in situations where those opportunities arise is an L. I might sound a little too meta talking about these things in circles, which is why, hint, hint, I would love for people to come onto my pod and challenge my thoughts and views. And I'm happy to have those. Hit me up by through various... Mm, it will... Hit me up through my various social media platforms and let's have a conversation. You can come on, we could talk about it. L's in relationships take many forms. I 
I personally think that in a relationship, for you to take the L, you probably need to reass. Hmm. L's in personal growth. Another place people take L's is in personal growth. You decide that you want to do something with your life. Either you've come into a new age or you recognize that you're in a different space or period in your life where you need to make changes. You don't end up making those changes because of fear, neglect, laziness, or just a lack of interest. Or you simply forgot to make these changes. Or you keep procrastinating. It could be any combination of the three or four things I've mentioned. But then you don't do those things. And there's no one else to suffer the repercussions of those things except you. You made a decision to make a change. Or to incorporate something into your life. And you did not. That's a no. That's something you don't do. You don't grow from. Now, all of the things that I've mentioned about L's, or at least my reference to L's, typically are failures. So it's more accurate to say that an L is, is a failure. You fail to do something. You fail to, you fail to put something out there. You fail to say something. You fail to do something. You fail to be someone. All of those things are else. What does that say about you? In my personal life, I've taken an L in my relationships. I've hurt people. I've done things, things I'm not proud of, that have resulted in the fact that those relationships no longer exist for various reasons. For lying, for cheating, for being ignorant, to things I should have been paying attention to, for procrastinating, for being lazy, for not making certain changes. And that segues easily into personal growth. Because I wasn't a person I was supposed to be at the time, I lacked the maturity to do certain things. And those things ended up having consequences. Or in the case of the relationships, it had led to the end of those relationships. And as a natural pitch while we're talking about relationships, friendships. There's only so much that people are willing to take from you when they have access to you, when you have access to them. They are your friends. But they are not going to be unconditional. Love isn't really that way. The only person that can love you that way, and I don't even know if it's a person, is the God you worship. It's supposed to be unconditional, but it's also conditional. There is, a, there is a fine line between understanding people's love for you being the reason they stay with you and understanding that that love for you is something they can find detrimental to them and they remove it. All of these things start from you taking the L in little ways. There is no, there is no ocean that isn't made up of a drop of, or drops of water. Um, now, 
about L's, right? How do you get past them? You keep taking the piss from people for being the person that else don't necessarily always have to be a bad thing though else can be lessons they can be new things that you learn about yourself things that you need to change or possibly even things that you need to change about the people you allow into your life You can take an L in your friendships and understand that maybe you need new friends. Or in a relationship and understand that you need a different partner. Or in personal growth to understand the things you need to stop doing. Those are all lessons. They're also L's. You should be able to understand the differences. Not dwelling on your negative L's, but taking the positive L's out of those situations. Taking the lessons out of the L's. And making something better for it. It's not easy to acknowledge your failures. It's definitely difficult to see yourself in that negative light. It's something that most people don't know how to work out from. Some people decide to end it all. Others are motivated by it. The latter is usually the more desirable outcome. Case in point, my podcast... I remember opening Anchor and looking at the counts. Me grinning with the purple background, smiling at the camera, feeling on top of the world. But then I look at myself and I don't feel like that person. I feel like I'm a fraud. I started something I didn't finish. I think as a person, I need to grow and pick up on those things that I I keep dwelling over that I've messed up at, that I've taken a loss, taken an L in and be better for it. This degree of vulnerability is difficult to um, say out loud, but it's also cathartic. Understanding your limitations and building on those limitations. Wait, is that accurate? Understanding your limitations is a good thing dwelling on your limitations is a problem but moving on to your objectives despite your limitations is difficult but doable the path you want to take to achieving everything you need to do is to walk through those things it'll be hard it'll be painful but it'll be worth it so with the counts i'm going to be I'm going to be taking that journey. I want to pick it back up. It's been a year since I started. But it is it is something I intend to be consistent in. So with those of you that see this on any social media platform, I welcome you to hold me accountable. I also hope you tell your friends about it. And I hope that I'm able to say something impactful. I hope that this episode will be helpful to someone. And really, monologuing can be very cathartic and helpful, but sometimes I struggle with things I want to say. I might need you to keep me on track. I might need you to have a conversation with me. Let's talk about things you want to talk about. Of course, 
I'll keep talking about other things I want to talk about and bringing on people that I find interesting. Maybe you will too. But yeah, the conversation is open. The floor is open. Maybe I didn't quite cover a thing about else that you'd be able to relate to. Let's just see how the conversation goes, right?